Welcome to the Communicate for Good podcast, where leaders on a mission to make the world a better place come to talk and learn about how communication, language, and words can help increase awareness, revenue, and impact with less stress and more joy. I'm your host, Erica Mills Barnhart, and I'm so excited you're here with me. Let's dive right in. Welcome to, or welcome back to, the Communicate for Good podcast. I am Erica Barnhart, your host, and I'm super delighted that you are here today. If you have been following this podcast, or me for any length of time, you've heard me talk about the Claxton Method. If you're new to the podcast, this will be new to you. Um, so I want to go over it and have it be a bit of a refresher um, for those of you who, who are familiar with it. This is the method that I use with um, clients, uh, whether or not we're working on internal communication or external messaging, communication, et cetera. It goes like this. You want to ask the following questions in the following order in order to determine and optimize um, your communication. It goes, what, who, how, what, who, how, what, who, how, what does success look like? Or what outcome are you hoping to achieve? Or what are the results you want? You can adjust this to be a question in the way that it makes most sense um, to you and what you're doing. So that's the what, the who. Who is your audience? Who do you need to engage in order um, to get the results, the success that you identified? And then we move on to the how. And the how includes both messaging and mechanisms, right? So where do we put the messaging? So it's what, who, how, what, who, how, what, who, how. I want to encourage you to take on, tack on, not take on, tack on, <laughs> another question to each of these three questions as you work method. And the question that I want you to tack on is a why question, okay? So why does that goal or result or outcome matter? Why do you need to engage with those donors, clients, customers, or if it's for internal purposes with your team uh, or colleague or boss, right? Why is that who important? And then what's the why between your how? Did I just say between, behind? Wow. What is the why behind, behind the hows? That gets a little complicated um, with the house. So we're going to drill down a little bit into each of these, right? So let's start. Let's start with the what, what, the, the really the common denominator and, and the purpose behind asking the why is to get clarity, further clarity, and that clarity leads to alignment and confidence, right? Confidence that we're moving forward um, in a way that is going to deliver the best results possible. That's going to advance you towards your mission. So on the what, being clear on the why behind the what. I mean, this is basic goal-setting best practices, as it were. Let's take a generic example, getting a promotion. So multiple people may have this as a goal, but that doesn't mean that they all want it for the same reason. One person may want it because they're all about the Benjamins, right? They want to make more money. But for someone else, it may be about prestige, not money. And then for another person, a promotion may be about impact, right? Like that promotion may get them into a position where they have more authority uh, and that allows them to you know, generate greater impact. So same goal, different whys, okay? So let's translate this to organizational goals. If you have a goal, let's say you want to raise revenue by 15% this year. 
Why is that your goal? And get specific here. Uh, it's tempting to say something vague, like to serve more people. That's a, that is a step in a helpful direction. Um, but channel your inner two-year-old with all of this and keep asking why. Why, 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 why? Until you're clear, clear, crystal clear as a team. Right. Because if you have like, and and you probably experience this, like you can set a goal, but if everyone doesn't understand the why behind the goal, we are differently motivated to achieve the goal. Right. And if we're differently motivated, it may take us longer to get to that goal. Having everyone on the same page brings alignment and momentum because we're motivated. And this could, you know, this can take some time, um, but it's worth the time to really get to a place where every as a team, you're clear on the why, but also the individuals on the team are clear what that why means to them, okay? And I've talked about sort of personal purpose um, a lot in this podcast. Create space, right? Why, why is this important to individual team members as well as to you as, as, a, as a team, as an organization? Okay. For the who, having a shared understanding of why you've chosen to prioritize a certain audience or group allows you to laser focus on that particular audiences or groups, wants and needs, right? So this is the, can we get into the minds, the heads and hearts of people so we mitigate projecting our preferences um, (laughs) into the equation as much as possible, right? This also, speaking of mitigation, it, it mitigates the allure of optimizing for, wait for it, the general public. Yes, sometimes... You, you sometimes you might be general. You might be optimizing for the general public. Like, think about public health. That's a classic example. Um, we all needed to know the information about immunizations, right? And uh, COVID vaccines and all of these things. But I will say, um, and I was just um, listening to someone who was talking, uh, who works for here locally, our public health department. And she was she was sharing how how they were handling communication um, starting from the beginning of the pandemic, which was fascinating. My point here in mentioning that is they were they were still optimizing. They were optimizing for the subgroups within the general public. If you just leave it at that, like the general public, that's like an amorphous blob. It's super challenging to optimize for an amorphous blob. Just go ahead, give it a go. <laughs> it's really hard, right? So. And if you're curious on this and, and you want more on the who, um, go listen to, it was an early, maybe it was the fourth episode, I think, of this podcast, um, called Who Are Your True Believers? So I really encourage you to go back and listen to that or re-listen to it if you feel like you need a refresher um, on like how to rock uh, optimizing for target audiences. The why behind the who. If your audience is, let's say, new donors, let's say you want to increase revenue by 15%, you're going to do this by... Um, attracting new donors. Why new donors? Right, you're, you're making a strategic choice here. Right, you're saying we're going to we're, we're going to increase revenue by a new donors as opposed to existing donors. And this has to be very clear before you move on to the how, because if you if you're if you're sort of sloppy about this, you risk uh, optimizing messaging, picking mechanisms that are kind of like for your existing donors, not really for these new donors especially if they are new donors, because you may know less about them, really understanding who they are, what makes them tick, right? So why, 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 um, why that particular who? And then what's the why behind your house? 
really spend time here. Get granular. Why is a particular verb the very bestest verb for your messaging for a particular audience? On mechanisms, maybe you're like, yes, TikTok. Everyone's on TikTok, right? Or an e-newsletter or an About Us page on your website. These are all mechanisms, right? What you might find when you ask about the why is that a particular mechanism, it's important on the messaging, but this is really, really, it. like if, if you have to pick, I would spend the time on what's the why behind our mechanisms, okay? Because um, you get a twofer on this. You might find when you ask about the why that a particular me- mechanism isn't great for engaging your audience. So that's sort of the obvious thing. Also, it's a reality check or kind of a gut check on like, why are we doing this? And is it because you have someone on staff who like loves TikTok or loves Instagram or whatever? And they're like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. But, but then that's actually out of alignment with your target audience. That's not where they are playing and engaging uh, with organizations like yours then that's, that's misalignment, right? It's projecting personal preferences. This is why, again, just to reiterate, getting the why behind the who and really clear on like, okay, this is where they, this is where they go for information. This is where they go to engage is so important because it, it mitigates this. The other thing you may see that you're doing, you're making a choice. I'll give you a classic example, newsletter. You may be making a choice to no longer do a print newsletter um, and only do an e-newsletter because of resources. And often this comes up when it's a short-term resource constraint, like you don't have the money to print the newsletters. It seems expensive. I am air quoting that. You can't see, but I'm air quoting. And, and sometimes th- these are real trade-offs, and I want to really acknowledge that. But sometimes you're really shooting yourself in the foot because if your audience is someone who really loves getting a print newsletter, the return on investment on an e-newsletter is going to be much lower than the return on investment for that print newsletter. So classic example, seen it many, many, many times. So asking the why on the me- mechanisms is its a terrific reality check, really. All of this aforementioned, all the words that have just come out of my mouth about this, they hold equally true, right? So I've sort of been talking about them mm, as if you're doing, you know, you're marketing to a group or, you know, an audience, so bigger. It holds equally true for one-on-one conversations, small group conversations. Um, it doesn't really matter. You want to be clear on the why behind your what, who, how. Because the Klaxon method, it holds for all communication opportunities. I'd like to call them communication opportunities. It just feels fun, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> try it out. <laughs> like if you're about to meet with a, a direct report, this is going to be a one-on-one conversation. Now you already know who your who is because it's your direct report. What's their why? Just a little pivot here. What's their why? Right? What makes them tick? What's their purpose? Right? Getting clear on that can be so helpful. But what does success really look like for that conversation? Like we all have these default settings that we go into um, in terms of what like success looks like. You know, I share the information or whatever. Just we don't often pause to really be like, what does it truly look like for this conversation? What do I want to be different on the other side? And why is that? important. Why is that important? Right? Just keep asking that question and then asking the why behind the what and the who um, for this direct report conversation will help you calibrate how you show up to the conversation, your delivery, right? the sequencing of the conversation. How do you need them to feel, reminder, in order to think and do or act in the way you need 
to get the results you want, both for yourself, but also for this other human, right? The person that you were in relationship with in this particular conversation. So the why behind the what, who, how. I feel like, you know, I was a cheerleader in junior high. It's a little known fact, but now you know. And sometimes I say things I'm like, kind of sounds like a cheer. Don't worry. I'm not going to really go there with you in this podcast, but I don't know. I think that that could be a fun cheer. What's the why behind the what, who, how? Right. Simon Sinek encouraged us to start with why. I'm encouraging you to follow with why, <laughs> right? Follow your what, who, how with that why, those why questions. Why is this important? Why, 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 why? Thank you, dear listener, for listening. Thanks for making the world a better place. Do good, be well, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Communicate for Good podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you would right here, right now, go rate and review the podcast. Your review will help even more purpose-driven leaders, teams, and organizations learn how to use words to change the world. To find more ways that communication can help you increase awareness, revenue, and impact, head on over to www.claxon.communicationnos.com.